previously on the Twistcast. Last time on the Twistcast, we talked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Love me some Bucky. Love me some Sam. It was a fantastic show. It if you haven't it. checked it out, definitely recommend watching. I love Bucky sarcasm. Like it just, <laughs> yeah. it just melts my soul a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, I mean, there, there's a few uh, legendary moments from that as well. Uh, which you can check out in that episode uh, available now where you listen to our podcast and other podcasts, but mostly our podcast. Just our podcast. No other podcast Just, exists. Yes. yes. The, the Twisted Case. The, the Twisted <laughs> Cape. Just. <laughs> that should be a playlist. Spotify, get on that. Yep, let's go. So, uh, everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. I'm Jesse. Uh, Mike, why don't you take it away with the news? All right. I tried to slash as much as I could uh, as as we move forward here because we took a little break in case you all didn't know. We took a little two-week vacation, which was great. So starting with comics, uh, first up here, the death of Doctor Strange will have Marvel seeking a new Sorcerer Supreme starting in September. Now, let's be serious here. We all know that's going to get fixed by the time the movie comes out, right? Of course. (laughs) I've never, please, never happened. (laughs) They're not going to start now. I did, like, I was scrolling through, I think it might have been Twitter or something. I did see, like, that cover. I'm just like, how long is that going to last? Like, (laughs) two months? (laughs) We we just know it's not going to be that. Be itching for a retcon. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just looking for that shit, like, right away. Uh, so I don't know if you guys remember from like a few episodes back, we talked about the fact that they're, they're doing a bunch of different, um, Captain Americas. So one was a queer Captain America. Yes. Um, yeah. And they're, they're just doing a whole bunch of different ones. Well, the next one they've announced is a Filipino American college student. Oh, wow. Um, which is, it's awesome. It's just so cool. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading every one of those. I think they start dropping this month, June. Uh, next up, Jonathan Hickman's Inferno is a shocking payoff to his X-Men saga. Um, the stories there have just been getting bigger and faster over the last like six-ish months. Uh, and right now we're in the middle of the Hellfire Gala and... I just feel like it's it's just like the X books have turned a huge corner and they're almost like can't miss books now. When do you think they uh, made that turn in your opinion? Uh, when Jonathan Hickman was put in charge of X Men. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> like it was just it was so scattershot and there were a few books and it's like, I mean they're fine they're fine, but they're not like this is like earth shattering shit, and uh, like I I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade this for anything right now. It's uh, my endorsement. Yeah, it is. Uh Coates Coates uh, Captain America finale is being delayed again until July. There's been a lot of just delays to that book. Just a lot. Um, I don't know if it's art or if it's... If I was it's saying, do they give a reason at least? Because at least Marvel gives reasons. Uh, no, not this time. <laughs> they're, they're... Usually. That's when you know it's y'all. serious. <laughs> Uh, New York Comic Con and more events will offer a live streamed uh, series of panels for people who can't attend. I'm actually curious about uh, New York Comic Con. Like, I kind of want to go. It's in like October, but like, uh, you know, people are looking to get back 
into doing things and um i don't love people and uh, <laughs> large york, groups of people especially like right now i'm just like a yeah, little sketchy about it new york was a big hot spot on top of it so yep eh, it's a little lippy still yeah so no thanks uh and they just announced a new creative team for the hulk uh, Donny Cates and Ryan Otley. Uh, Donny Cates is just wrapping up a massive run on Venom. His King in Black was the basically the end of that. And Ryan Otley was on Amazing Spider-Man doing art for that uh, a while back. And it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Um, so hopefully that that ends uh, ends up being as cool as Immortal Hulk is. But that's, very, that's a high bar. That's a yeah. I bought to come over here. It's interesting. You got two guys going from Spider-Man stuff to Hulk, but yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll see. But the stories have been great. Like, so I'm not, I'm not mad about the creative team there. You all know, right, if, I'm sorry. Do you know if you can find all those issues on Marvel Unlimited right now? Uh, King and Black. No, Immortal Hulk. Immortal Hulk. Uh, I'm not sure. That's a very good question. I don't have Marvel Unlimited. Okay, um, just grabbing them from the store, man. Gotcha. You know me. Old fashioned. Yep. yep. Support local, baby. Let's go. Um, so, moving on to Worlds of DC. Worlds. Uh, we got the news in the last week or so uh, from time of recording, of course, that Warner Media and Discovery have uh, merged mm-hmm. and become one company. So... And what's the name of that company, Mike? <laughs> Is it like Warner Media Discovery? Yeah, I think Warner it's like Bros. Warner Discovery. Bro- yeah, Warner Bros. Discovered. Their logo is very boring. It is. It really, really is. I just watched uh, last week tonight with John yep. Oliver, and yep. he just dunked on it like so hard. And I was like, Yeah, yeah it looks, looks it really looks shitty. Really, it looks like it came out of like the sixties or seventies. It was mm-hmm. just so boring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. You guys you just do that in in word art. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it was bad. Warner Brothers Discovery you need to discover a new logo. You know what I mean? Discover some new fonts. <laughs> oh, please. Anyway, uh, the director of Joker, Todd Phillips, has uh, reportedly started co-writing the sequel. Why? Um, I don't want a sequel. But Why? It's apparently money. Yeah. I mean, yes, money, but like, it was great <sighs> on its own. Capitalism's awful. It ruins yeah, everything. It truly is. Uh, the Shazam 2 director revealed the first look at this at the sequel. It was just like a little like teaser trailer. Did you guys see that? Uh no. I think was, I may call it like a still of it, but it was like seconds. But uh it w- it looked really fun. I mean it's just it was all the all the flavor and and style of Shazam in that like just quick little so you know they're not gonna change a whole ton, which is good. I hope not, yeah. Do not change anything. <laughs> uh suicide squad has officially been given an r rating it should have been (laughs) like if we were flirting with pg-13 at all that that movie is going to be straight ass Uh, yeah pretty much pure booty cheeks uh we got an announcement of of the voice cast for uh a new animated dc movie uh dc league of super pets uh So it features the voice work of Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Crypto the Superdog. And then they didn't really tell us any any of the other roles for anybody else. I swear if they don't have that suit that bat cow. Actually, no, they told us a couple, but one other. Kevin Hart will be Ace Batman's dog. 
Uh, it will also feature Keanu Reeves. They didn't say who. Uh, Kate McKinnon will be in it. John Krasinski, Vanessa Bayer, Natasha Leone, and Diego Luna. There's so there's, I, a, there's a lot of actors in there. Oh, why? It's a family. It's a family. I, I hate like, that all of them are in that movie because I love them all, <laughs> and I don't want to fucking see that. Look, watch that movie with your son, and you will be cool. You will be cool. It's not. It's not for adults. I'll watch it because I have two kids, and they'll probably love it. And I you know what you know what happened. I know exactly what happened. The Rock wants the Snyderverse restored, and they said the Rock what will you do for us? And he said, I'll be fucking crypto. And that's exactly what happened. And animated movies for families tend to make a fuck ton of money. Yeah, they so do. He's like, yeah, I'm going to double dip in this pot real quick. <laughs> Get this black out of money. And this DC superhero, super pets money. He's not stupid. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I mean, capitalism. Exactly. It, mm, is, it, it is all legitimate. comes back to that. I do the same thing. God damn it. Uh, Margot Robbie is pestering Warner Brothers to uh, have Poison Ivy in the DCEU, which um, good. I don't yeah. know why she's not already there. She's a badass character. Uh, you know, she, she's she's a, a you know, uh, LGBTQ character. She's um, an eco-terrorist and she's a badass. So why are you wasting my time? Put her in. <laughs> yep. Let's go. As long as they don't like skimp on the CGI, man, that's that's oh, where God. they could just completely ruin this character. They probably could probably do some like great, like practical, like body paint, body art, like effects. Also, like Honestly, I think that would look great. Should they? Yes. There's so many people. <laughs> Will they? There's so many people online who do amazing body art, and like I don't know how studios haven't snatched these people no. up. What they need to do is not hit the microphone not hit the microphone i'm not used to having this thing in front of me again um <laughs> but they, sex tape. Yes, oh! anyway um what they need to do is they need to have the costume designer from uh swamp thing do her stuff absolutely agreed absolutely agreed yes. that that's that's a home run yep excellent excellent pull damn uh, i've already got the experience with all the viney stuff yep and that's that's like 80% of what she is. So let's go get to work. Uh, the Shazam director has also confirmed that Zachary Levi will be wearing a new suit in uh, mm -hmm. Fury of the Gods, which is, you know, of course, sequel. So touch up too a little bit. It's a good time. I, I saw it, man. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, DC has also announced a new animated film, not a family film, just for you, Sam, uh, <laughs> based on Injustice video games. That so, could be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah you're, you're in a little bit now? I'm in a little bit, yeah. Good. <laughs> They've also on HBO Max ordered a Batman Caped Crusader and Superman animated series. So if they put if they do the right style and put the right enough money and the right voice cast in that, it's gonna be so aren't they already doing like a, a 90s animated series revival? of batman so is this like another thing yep mm -hmm. because okay. dc only knows how to milk two cows right now <laughs> and that's batman <laughs> and superman <laughs> and i could argue one has been milked way better than the other uh, so it looks like the bad boy bad boys for life directors are set to helm the upcoming batgirl solo film uh and which will be on hbo max as well 
I don't know if it's going to be theaters probably eventually, but um, I would think, but yeah. hmm, who knows right unless, now? Unless they're deciding to go, no, fuck it. We just want people on our service. Um, they also are releasing Blue Beetle exclusively on HBO Max, which I want. And I want it yesterday. You know, Jaime, like just centering on a series. I don't know if that's going to be a live action or, or like a CG series or whatever, but um, like I want mm. it. Yeah, oh, that's that's a way to do it though. Lean in, lean into that service to mm-hmm. to bring in all these like kind of unknown characters to the mainstream audience. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much like what Marvel's doing now with. So, I, I mean, granted, these the one the people that we've had shows for on Disney Plus, they've been in the so big far. movies, but we didn't know about them really. They kind of like lucked out on working backwards, you know. With DC, they really don't have that wiggle room. Um, so definitely like introducing these side characters on a platform where they just can completely avoid box office flops. That's mm-hmm. just for the best for everybody. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Like, you just want to make that your like they tried to do that with DC Universe, and like you just have just clout and money behind HBO Max. Mm-hmm. That's you're not you know splitting up your your resources. Yeah, so it's a good idea. Uh, the Black Adam producer has said that Dwayne Johnson may start in many sequels. Um, no. Capitalism, capitalism. Yeah, I'm just gonna run that theme all night tonight, Jesse. <laughs> what have you done? Well, at least I like The Rock, so... Yeah, yeah, who doesn't? Honestly, like, I just feel like if you just don't like The Rock, that's that's a little weird, right? <laughs> like, he's just so... He just seems so kind. He's, like, a genuinely nice person. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't understand it. Anyway. I don't know, though. Like, what if he starts to have, like, Dave uh, Batista syndrome, where he's like, dude, I can't keep up. I mean, The Rock's been going, like, 100 for years i mean and he's getting up there in age man oh he's like young i i don't know i mean they're thinking he's gonna stick around for like robert downey jr tenure i don't know like how that's gonna work that could be bad yeah for everybody uh hbo max is now cheaper uh they started that ad supported subscription option Mm -hmm. Uh, i think we talked about this a few months back which is good it's like 10 bucks and you get ads I'm sticking with mine. <laughs> it's five dollars difference. I'm cool with it. I don't want. I don't want your ads. Keep keep your shit to yourself. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about ads Shoot. a little bit later. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, so, Titans season three will be starting on on HBO Max this August. Uh, I think they did Didn't. like a, a cast announcement video uh, a little while ago, and that cast is very large. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we started getting more people dying off. Uh, throughout the the next season good with it yeah were you gonna say something jesse i'm sorry i was just gonna say it's been a while since we've heard anything about that yeah yeah uh jeremy irvine is in talks to uh play alan scott the first green lantern who was uh back in the 40s Uh, i'm assuming in the uh in the i always forget about him (laughs) yeah i know he actually in the comics just came out uh as gay so that's could be could be cool could be cool hopefully they they lean into that a little bit um so it looks like we have lethal and krieger 
uh, signed on to direct those first two episodes of Green Lantern. He's done episodes of Riverdale, Chilling Adventures of uh, Sabrina, the, the Teenage Witch or whatever. I think that series, I heard that series was not bad. It was and, fine. I gave up on it after a while, but. <laughs> okay. And uh, Superman and Lois. He's done some directing on Superman and Lois, uh, which is also apparently, like people have said, it's good. I haven't watched it yet because time. I haven't watched uh, anything CW related this year. Yeah, yeah. tell me about it. Uh, the uh, one character vigilante in Peacemaker has been recast for the HBO Max series. It's going from um, Chris Conrad to Freddie Stroma. Uh, that could get weird because I mean it's like like within the same year. <laughs> so I'm just a little curious about why uh, he's being he's being replaced. Uh, probably just scheduling conflicts, but. If, if he stays in mask, it won't really make a difference. You know, if you never see his face, I don't mm-hmm. care. I guess. Um, so you, you guys watched Black Panther a little bit? Not Black Panther, Black Lightning? Uh, I think I watched like half of the first season. Okay. So do you remember the character Painkiller? Did you get that far? I don't know. Okay. This was like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so that was apparently up for a series. So the CW has passed on Painkiller and have ordered Ava DuVernay's Naomi to a series, which it's, it's cool. I think it's good. Um, Tom Cavanaugh uh, is just sticking around the CW stuff. He's directing the Superman and Lois uh, finale this year. Hmm. So, so he's going from in front of to behind the camera. And I know he's directed several issues of the floor issues episodes of the flash i know i'm a nerd what do you want from me here uh and finally they uh at the cw have released photos of cameras johnson from uh batwoman in his full costume as batwing and if you have not seen it it's honest to god like ripped straight out of the comic book it's probably one of the best cw costumes i've ever seen um i'm I'm curious how that's going to work in practice (laughs) uh but just from a first impression it looks phenomenal all right moving on to mcu and their tv stuff just to to wrap this thing out there's no video game news this week uh disney shared an update on some of their films uh further down the line there are two unspecified films that got delayed there's one that was going to release uh, October 7th, 2022. That's now October 6th, 2023. Uh, and the film that was originally coming out November 3rd, 2023 is now November 10th, 2023. So I'm assuming that those two would be Blade and possibly Fantastic Four. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I know right now there's actually 10 um, so many ten, 10 projects in post-production yep from with marvel yep crazy dude yep it's just wild i mean it would have been more spread out but you know pandemic yeah. I, don't, I don't think we'd have this many all at once but fuck it uh kevin feige said he regrets casting tilda swinton in the doctor strange role uh basically saying he was kind of pissed like upset himself for whitewashing that he he thought he was doing something different than he ended up doing and um yeah it's a terrible idea but whatever it's done uh deny greeter will return as okoye in black panther wakanda forever before starring in her own disney plus series Ooh. which uh it's pretty badass love it. Mm-hmm. love it uh worst kept secret possible 
they officially confirmed Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. Like we knew that shit for like months, man. Like what are y'all doing? You yeah. could have just come out with it. It's probably, it's probably like, well, we haven't signed all the contracts yet, so all right, yeah, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Christopher McDonald has joined Marvel Secret Invasion Disney Plus series. Uh, the production on the first season of Miss Marvel has wrapped and will release later this year. Speaking wow. of later this year, okay. yeah, it's quick. Speaking of later this year, Marvel's What If series will reportedly be released on August 6th. Okay. Uh, so we'll get a little bit of a break between Loki, which starts tomorrow as of time of recording. I can't wait. I'm doing that first thing in the morning. Uh, so we get a little time between Loki and What If, which is which is animated. So it'll be cool. The WandaVision head writer, Jack Schaefer, is being set to develop more projects for Marvel Studios, which is good because, I mean, I think that, that series was very well written. It was. So uh, you want to keep that rolling as much as you can. Uh, Mark Ruffalo was spotted on the set of She-Hulk. We've been talking about that one for sense, yeah. Like, yeah, he was going to be in there. It's fine. Uh, and a couple of quick Sony stories, one of which is like the most puzzling shit in the history of time to me. Aaron Taylor Johnson has been cast as Craven in the upcoming solo film from Sony. Yeah. So if you don't know who that is, that's Quicksilver from uh, the Ultron. Age of Ultron movie, as well as Kick-Ass, if you watched that. So they keep trying to make the Sony-verse be a part of the MCU, but then not, and then try it again. Like It's like so messed up. So if that's what you're going with, why are you casting that actor who's already it's already been it's already somebody dead? Yeah, it's very dead. It's, it's incredibly confusing. <laughs> incredibly confusing. Whatever. Uh, apparently, Far From Home is going to be like the bridge movie for Sony to Marvel verse. That's what I heard. Yeah, but we'll see. Yep. I mean, multiverse madness. Uh, I've heard people. I was on. I did a guest spot in a show <laughs> earlier this week, and somebody called it "Doctor Strange into the Mom," and I was like, "That is <laughs> oh, contextually, I don't like that. <laughs> it feels strange to say out loud." Yeah. Uh, and finally, here Issa Rae will voice Jessica Drew, aka Spider Woman, in the uh, Into the Spider Verse sequel. And that is your news, friends. Sweet. All right. Well, that is the best part of the show because <laughs> what we have yep. coming up for you Disagree. right now <laughs> Disagree. Is, is we're going to talk about this complete <laughs> and utter pile of steaming now, horse let, let's, shit. Let, let's be like impartial to begin with. It's great. We're, we're talking about it's not it's too fine. great. So That's we're talking fine. about the Hulu show Modoc. Yes. So <laughs> what I'm going to do. What are you going to do, Mike? What are you going to do? The synopsis. Okay. And then we're just going to kind of talk. Not that the synopsis is going to really matter because the show doesn't really follow it's a plot. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. It's okay. It's okay. We're I feel fine. like we need, we need like, we need like <laughs> lullaby music to play during this entire time to like keep our BPM down. Like... <laughs> No. Oh, no, I'm fine. I don't. Maybe it's just because I'm so tired right now, but like, I don't <laughs> give enough of a shit. But anyway. All right. So the synopsis <laughs> is it centers around an egomaniacal supervillain with a really big head and a really little body 
who struggles to maintain control of his evil organization and his demanding family. So, I guess that's about right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It's ten is- It's ten issues. I guess that's nine issues, and I don't know why it came. No, it's ten. It's ten, ten episodes. There's ten. There's ten. There's ten. Yeah. yeah. I guess you didn't watch the tenth one. <laughs> what? It's- well, goddamn it. Okay, keep going. Ten episodes. Ten episodes that we all saw. That we all <laughs> that we all absolutely saw. You did uh, not miss anything by skipping the tenth one. No, what do you know right now? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you guys overall, what did you think of the story? What story? <laughs> okay. All there right. was like three different plot lines that they had going throughout the entire thing, and they all just kind of jumped into each other at random points. I'm just like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Let's just start with Modoc. Um, <laughs> the the it it wasn't like incoherent, unless I being impartial, it wasn't incoherent. No, it wasn't it, it made sense? It had structure, but it just was uninteresting. Uh, I don't know. That's that's as that's as much as I can go with it. Just I mean, not interesting. I can, I can, I can see where you're saying it. It, it's, it did have structure. It was just not very. It, it really wasn't entertaining, like at all. Like from a, a series of storylines, because there was okay. Modok has lost control of Aim and wants to regain control of Aim. Yeah. Also, his situation with his wife is completely falling apart. Also, the situation with his kids is just ridiculous and and doesn't make sense and then there's just gary for just no fucking reason the fuck yeah. gary the fuck gary anyway. <laughs> um yeah, pretty pretty much like the the main plot if you will like he lost control of aim wants to get it back i think it could have been done in like two episodes like if you were if you were to do like a super cut of all the things that he did throughout the episodes to try and regain regain control of aim it would be like maybe 23 minutes total Total. yeah that that sounds about right all the rest of it is fucking nonsense bullshit tried like fluff it up with all this extra stuff but then it's just like that dilutes the overall story and it's like okay well now you're not really telling me much with this story but you're trying to tell me stuff with this story as well and why is there time travel why Honestly, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, and that's like the second episode or something like that. that second or third, yeah. Third. Part. <laughs> the time travel episode was probably my favorite episode. Yeah, yeah like, like there was actual character development and growth, and it solved a problem. Yeah, and then and erased then it. They immediately undid it. Away, it. And yeah. I was like, oh, we probably the should have told them. <laughs> it was like that. The ending of that episode is where I was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> like I was just like, yeah, I don't. I'm just not. I'm not really into this. Uh, <laughs> so, it like it, it's just like constantly trying to to be like to prove itself, and then immediately after being like, "But no, that's not this show." <laughs> but you can keep watching though. We're gonna do it again. Yeah, We're gonna yeah. do it again. Keep fucking and they up. kept doing it. Like, yeah, it just gets so uh, so boring. <laughs> for for as absurd as it is 
was there one storyline that seemed to be stronger to you than the other than the others? No, because I honestly can't really pick them apart. <laughs> they all just like mesh together in the end. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I mean, they're. De- I mean, Modok's story was the the strongest out of all of them. Yeah, um, I hope so. But and then I would say like we've talked about stuff on here where the main character's story has been uh-huh. compared to supporting characters. Yeah. So. <laughs> what. What's the guy's name? The um, like the corporate dude, um, Austin. Austin. Yes. yes. His his story. I mean, was was pretty clear. <laughs> he got um, merged with his dog. I was like, oh, that's a that's a nightmare horror right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So his his story was pretty pretty straightforward. Um. Man, I gotta tell you though, the voices. I it's, yeah. I was, it, I was gonna get there. Okay, let's go. Let's come back to it. Yeah, let's keep okay. going. So, so story. Yeah, I, I mean, Modoc's story. It just like there's times where it just could have been tighter. Like you were saying earlier, Sam. Like I felt like he just uh, he just failed because of himself, and and like he never learned from it. He just constantly blamed other people, and like that never that never changes. Like it never changes. And that's that's a problem. Like you want your main character to at least develop a little, and he yeah. did, which which was painful. And um, then you thought, and then you thought he did, and then like he and then and like did. like episode seven or something like that. Yeah, no, and then completely regresses. Yep. Uh, so, what do you guys think of the animation style? I, I know that's kind of controversial, at least on this show. I mean, uh, stop motion's fine by me. Um, for something like this, it worked just because like there's so much like absurd stuff that they wanted to do with it that like mm-hmm. I feel like stop motion or like just animated in general would is a good style for that. So like I'm just fine with it. Uh, that was like the the one thing that didn't bother me about the show. Yeah, I actually really liked the the choice to go with stop motion. Um, yeah, because you're you're right. It lets you do more absurd things. And you're just like, ah, well, it's fine. Like that first episode where like Gary's arm gets blown off. You're like, yeah, that couldn't work anywhere else. Like in any other way, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't land. Well, I mean, it would land somewhere, but it wouldn't, it would like the visual gag wouldn't have been as, as good um, overall. Sam, what did you think of it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, stop motion is, is not my thing like at all. I, I like I, I I love Wallace and Gromit, mm. and yeah. uh, and that's about it for me with stop animation. <laughs> How, however, um, it was a good choice. I have to say, like it gave the show some tangibility. Um, it wasn't like, yeah, it 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 suited the show. Let's just say that it it did lend itself to the the jokes they were trying to to land. Um, and it was done really well too. Like it looked good. I it really, really did. Liked uh, Modoc's like actual design, mm-hmm. like in the animation, because it was like actually kind of like it gave depth to like the the comic book design that we've seen so often. It's that's really rendered in in a three dimensional way, and and getting all of that, I think that was kind of kind of nice. Yeah. Um, as a result, so as far as the show style. It's supposed to be a comedy, right? It's supposed to be is the keyword there. 
did you did you laugh there was only one moment that i remember it not like being a pity laugh like it was an actual genuine laugh and it was one of the dumbest parts of the entire show oh i i hope you're gonna say what i think you say so it was in like episode five or six or something when they're planning the heist to get cap shield yeah and the gang uh admits that they're illiterate <laughs> and i don't know what it was about this but they're like yeah we had hats made and everything so they pull up the hats and there's just a bunch of random letters on there and he's like what does it say they're like i don't know <laughs> i i don't know what it was about that i genuinely laughed at that i uh you and i are kind of on the same page here because i laughed at that as well like i was like man it's really fucked up that i'm laughing at this but like the visual gag it's just it was just, just so funny it was <laughs> like, just like the, the combination of just like that wise cracking like sort of like sharp-witted humor that i love with the visual gag it's just it was just so good <laughs> and, See, and what about and actually to to that so yes that was that was great i, I did have a genuine laugh at that and then i also had a genuine laugh at when the um the really like strong woman Uh, they were like at her high school and they were trying to like or they were looking at the trophies that she she had and she was trying to like describe her name and like descriptions of what the letters of her name looked like (laughs) um (laughs) she was like and squiggly snake and i was like oh my god Uh, that gave me a genuine laugh and then i can't uh, lie that one i like I'd briefly forgotten about the illiteracy joke and then they brought it back and I was like, oh, man, that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that's just brilliant writing right there. All right. So, and then what was else? Uh, so there, there are actually two other ones. Uh, th- there was, <laughs> there's Iron Man calling uh, Modoc a wet bitch. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, was no, it the other way around? It's the other way around. Other way yeah. around. He's like, what is a wet bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like <laughs> in a dejected moment and like, pulls out like a squirt gun and shoots him in the face and he's just like oh yeah okay um by and the then, way this is my new go-to insult uh just as an fyi if, if i see you in the street and i call you a wet bitch just understand that it's just it's pure disrespect um and then there is the episode where um modok this the, this concept is actually really funny um Modoc essentially has two trash cans next to one of his desks and the oh, trash yeah. cans yes. are straight por- portals to Asgard. <laughs> so like he's just tossing like random like no, the deadly... one's a portal to Asgard. Only the, only the one is. The other is a portal <laughs> directly to his stomach. That's that's right. Yes. <laughs> um that was actually really funny. Um the, the so gag at the end of that's very funny. So his his son falls into the trash can that goes to Asgard, and he's like, "Fuck, I have to go." <laughs> I'm going to Asgard to get my son, and uh, while he's in Asgard, comes across some goats, um, and the scream <laughs> the scream that <laughs> the goats do, it's the dumbest thing, but it just it made me laugh out loud because I just scream. Yeah, it's a real goat scream. Yeah, if you've that's ne- what if you, they do. If you've never heard a goat scream, just just either YouTube a goat scream or watch this episode of Modoc. But it's so off putting and hilarious. Um, so yeah, I laughed out loud at the goat scream. Yeah, so there's three really entertaining entertaining moments for me. Uh, so that that trash can gag was the one 
where like he like you know he's doing stuff in the in the one asgard one but it's the milk he's like oh i could just put this milk right here and he he overdoes it and pukes on gary and then gary's like oh god and it pukes back into the thing as they cut away dude i was i was cracking up because just the absurdity of that moment just floored me uh another was basically anytime lou had anything to do on screen his son like he he was such a ridiculous character and just didn't make sense uh, and uh, the voice actor there, like, literally never changes his voice for any character that he's done. That, that was Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, so. the entire time I heard him as John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, the entire goddamn mm-hmm. time. That's, that's the only way that made, like, the only thing that made this series bearable for me to, like, you just watch through one time. I had to jump through the, these mental hoops thinking that this entire show, was Ben Schwartz playing Jean Ralphio on ecstasy, and this is what he's thinking. Yeah, pretty That's much. Good. That's good. I love it. Everybody, Modoc <laughs> by Ben Schwartz, by John Ralphio, by Michael Scott. <laughs> uh, and then it was the wet bitch thing obviously for me uh this is just so like like wait why are you calling me a wet bitch it's just face. <laughs> like it's just so good all right uh so let's talk about uh the characters and their voice actors so i'll just run down a list of like the main ones mm-hmm. uh, i didn't go i didn't go super deep uh, so you had modok as pet uh at pat oswald as modok mm-hmm. you had amy garcia as jody ben schwartz as lou John Daly as the super adaptoid, uh, Melissa Fumero as Melissa, and Wendy McClendon Covey as Monica. So what did you guys think about the voice cast? Just I, I could tell that they had fun with it. Like they really got into their characters. The writing wasn't great most of the time, but like they had fun with it. And you could just tell like they worked well. They bounced off each other well. I will say that's probably like, my favorite thing about this show was the voice acting. Yeah, Sam, and you seemed like you had a lot to say about voice acting earlier. So, <laughs> yeah, man, it like I, I I really enjoy all the people who were who were cast. Um, and initially when the show was like you know announced that I was excited because of the voice cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just seemed like they were playing everything too over the top. Um, to the point where it's like. They almost sound like they were forced, like they were forcing themselves to like get there. The entire show, every line, especially Pat and Oswald. Like, uh, <laughs> um, my my wife listened to about like ten minutes of an episode, and she's like, "Why are they talking like this? And who's the main person? Sounds like a voice is being squeezed out through a fucking anus." And I'm like. Oh my god! Yeah, that's essentially what it sounds like—like <laughs> like a fucking puckered anus, having sound waves pushed out through it, and that's Modoc's voice the entire that's, time. That's mostly just Patton Oswalt's voice, and you just no, yeah. dude. He he was way—he was way over the top with this. I I really like him, and you know, pretty much anything else he does. Um, but uh, it was like the the actors and actresses 
forcing the lines combined with the absurdity just like amped up the annoyingness to like 11. I think I part of that couldn't was, handle it. Part of that I think was the writing because I think the writing just made it so that they had to like exaggerate a lot of it. I think with what they were given, I thought they did a decent job. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I really like basically everybody that was a part of this uh, voice cast. Um, I like, I'm just a big fan of most of their work. Um, you know, <laughs> like my, my only problem is like <laughs> Ben Schwartz literally cannot change his voice at all. Mm-hmm. He was my favorite one. <laughs> it's the same as this, as it was in Parks and Rec, as it was in DuckTales, as it was in Sonic the Hedgehog. Like it is just, it is just the same voice same delivery it's fine i suppose but like there's just no variation um you know everybody everybody had something different to do though but even like even the 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 problem the fact that he didn't like change his voice it doesn't matter because he did a lot for his character his character was more fun because he had more fun with the character like Mm -hmm. that that makes sense um, but yeah, the writing was just, like you said, it, it was supposed to be a comedy, but like, I don't know, man, to me, it was really depressing. Like most of like, I'd finish an episode, like, man, just like, I didn't laugh that much and it just dragged, it was dragging me down, man. When it's I like Bojack finished. Horseman less meaning. Yeah. But Bojack annoying. is funny though. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I, I finished episode 10 and as soon as I finished it, I was genuinely happy because I was done and I didn't have to watch it anymore. I agree. I agree. And like the problem for me is they like left it open for more. And I was like, yeah. please don't, please don't do that. Just leave that where it is. That, 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 that can stay there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not pick that up again. Uh, all right. My favorite new question to ask you guys questions rather. Why did you love it? Why did you hate it? So I loved it just because of the voice acting. I thought it was all right. Um, I hated it for basically everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one thing that I hated the most about it was that it was supposed to be a comedy and I just did not laugh much. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Why um, did you love it? Why did you hate it? Okay. Um, Ben Schwartz loved Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Um, I, I pretty much was just waiting for any moment with that character. <laughs> He's just so, such a funny guy. Like yeah. just, his timing is something special. I agree. He's a cartoon character. Like, yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah. He's a living he really cartoon is. character. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I hated it for specifically the writing. Yeah. Okay. Because at the end of the day, if it's not written well, it's not going to, no, shit. Yeah, it's, it's not going to acted well. It's just not going to, yeah, go yeah. over. Uh, so I loved it because the uh, the stable of Marvel lore was very deep in this show. Like they went down and grabbed Wonder Man and then got Nathan Fillion to voice him. Like that was. Oh, I don't think I realized that was Nathan Fillion. Yeah, it was Nathan Fillion. <laughs> like, you dragged him into this? <laughs> He's wanted to be Wonder Man for so long. So that's like, 
like i don't know if he's gonna do it now but like that's that's huge like and just so many just deep ridiculous characters they pulled out like they were talking about the brood before those fucking weird ass turtles got involved and just were like i I don't even i don't even want to talk about the rest of that but like it was just it was just deep in marvel lore and that was very fun i hated it because it was kind of a mess like there was no like true comedy driving it along the story was just a nonsensical waste of time and i was truly happy when it was over which is strange for me because i try to like stuff but if it's just if it's just that bad it's just it's just that bad um so like an overall score what what, what are you what are you thinking (laughs) I'm feeling a little generous right now. So a one and a half. <laughs> You're kind. <laughs> You're a kind man. Uh, I was also going to go one and a half. It was just like the, the positives are not uh, a lot. <laughs> like and they're not strong enough to outweigh a lot of the negatives. Yeah. I'm going to give it a one. I figured okay. it would. I, I, I don't blame you. I don't. Blame Honestly, you. the, the animation and how, how good that looked. Um, is what's making me give it a one. <laughs> because yeah. it was it was really good. I was expecting it to be like more like Robot Chicken, which I can't fucking stand. Um, you know I hate what? that Ro- show. Robot Chicken actually has moments where it's it's funny. Also, they don't try and string a plot together. No, like and you get like twenty seconds, and that's about it. <laughs> People were like, oh, well, this show is supposed to be just like Robot Chicken because a lot of the Robot Chicken people were involved. Seth Green was a part of this. Like a lot of a lot of the other people involved in the creation and animation of that show are involved in this. And, you know, that show is funny because it's random. It's completely eccentric. And it's like there's no story. You're not trying to tell a story. You're just trying to shove as many jokes into a fucking 17 minute show as you can. And then just hope the rest is cool. Yeah, and it works. And that did not happen here. No. <laughs> nope. So basically, the main takeaway is if you want to watch Modoc, we don't recommend it. But if you feel like it, it's there. It is there. It's, it's there. such a waste of time. If you're looking to just waste like five hours of time, sure. But like, ear piercing nothingness. If you're going to do that, like, maybe go play the avengers game like it's a better uh, <laughs> it's at least interactive i guess i'm sure the story, the story there is at least better and you've got a better modok in that at least then yeah you really do <laughs> you really really do i guess <sighs> begrudgingly i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so that's uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, so a couple of quick things just from us on the way out the door. We're doing a month long giveaway with uh, the What's Your Spaghetti Policy podcast. Uh, all bunch of Moon Knight stuff. So subscribe or not subscribe. Just make sure you follow us both on Twitter and Instagram, and you'll see keywords. You can enter. You get free shit. It's fun. It's a good time. Uh, our live shows are back on track, and next time we have a super sweet interview. Ready for you. Mm -hmm. Bet you can't guess who it is. Modoc. No. Okay. (laughs) Actually, I wouldn't like if we were (laughs) interviewing Patton Oswald would be pretty fun. Because he's he's done a lot of comic book stuff. So you know. So Patton, why does Modoc suck?
<laughs> Why is it not as funny as it should be? I think if you ever listened to this one, he would never want to come on. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Would you? Just, just to be clear, we don't dislike Patton. We just dislike the show. Yeah. Greatly. <laughs> not great. Not great at all. Yes. Anyway. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for, for checking this out. Um, be sure to check out our social media, uh, our the Twistcast. Be sure to share that around to anyone you know and tell them that is the best thing you ever heard and they will like it. And it's the um, only thing you listen to. That's Let, right. Let's maybe tone it down on the aggression there. <laughs> okay. we, we don't want to scare the people away. And I'm back. So <laughs> uh, be sure to check out our T Public page. Uh, and of course, at twistedcape.com. That's check out coming up on T Public too. What's the sale? Uh, it's 35% off, uh, I believe, uh, the starting on the 10th of June. So hopefully you're hearing this before then and can buy our shit. Work. Who knows? And be sure to check out Mike's Thick Stack and mm-hmm. um, Mike's or Dinner with Mike. Uh, dinner you can, dates, yeah. Yep, Dinner Date and on Twitch. So if you are following Mike, keep watching. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for checking this out. My name is Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Everybody, thank you for listening. Stay twisted.